0: hello everybody and welcome to the hunger for the hustle podcast episode 21 wherever you're watching from wherever you are in the world both me and janet welcome you with big open arms to the show whether you're watching now live or later we can see your comments live so jump in there tell us where you're watching from what you are liking or maybe not liking about the show tell us be honest Mm. It's my absolute pleasure to be joined today by my friend, Pia, and someone that has helped me craft and hone my voice in the past couple of months. A lady who is behind the saying, the drip that rips, and it's a lot more than that, I can tell you. Janet is a rock star and influencer with an incredible passion and energy for the ripple effect. She she has worked at summer camps for over 14 years and has been helping thousands of kids and their families Bring incredible experience to life. Jack, it's an absolute pleasure to welcome you along to the show from New York. How are you today?
1: Oh, Jake Fowler, it is such an honor and a privilege to be sitting side by side with you in this wonderful world of technology, all the way from Australia to New York. Can you can you go figure that <laughs> here we are? And uh what a joy and privilege also to have met you in the group that we are a part of as we develop our speaking crafts and to mentor and work with each other and just such an amazing team to hone in on that and now share our gifts with the world. And I think that's what it's all about. So I'm I'm very humbled to be here and I thank you so much.
0: Mm, it's been an absolute journey hasn't it the past couple of months and mm. a real transformation I must say in, in my life and I know for many of the people that we've worked with and yeah like I, like I already said but you know essentially I should probably give the audience a bit of background so we were we were in the Power Boys training with Les Brown and John Solarico and lots of other I think there's nearly 500 people on that, on that mm. program now we decided to form a mastermind group right i actually was meditating on the balcony one day and, and it came to me that what les had asked to be pretty much told us to do many times he said find a group of seven people that you want to work with and work with them regularly share your 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 speech share your your speaking your voice and and ask have them help you and you know and that's what we created didn't we we created a mastermind group where we caught up every weekend I think think there's about eight or nine of us in there, a little more than seven. Some great guys I've already had on the show. I've already had Michael on. I had Eric yesterday, um, had Joanne on, of course, and I'll be having a lot of the other guys that are on. Laurie will be coming on, and and so will Maurice and Jay. I've had Jay on as well. So uh, I hope I haven't missed anyone out there. I don't think I have. But, yeah, great bunch of people and the power of the mastermind, right?
1: Yeah, it's, it is truly powerful and something that all people getting into business or or really in anything should really do. It's, it's a place to practice, to get feedback, to hone in on your craft and make mistakes. And as Les Brown says, you know, if you fall down, make sure you land on your back, because if you land on your back, you can look up so you can get up, get up, right? <laughs> so it allows you for those moments to, um, to stumble. So, uh, you know, it's just been an amazing experience. Uh, you know, for us here on the East Coast, we've been we would sometimes get on at 10pm at night and, you know, have to mm-hmm. do uh, an e-shot to keep it going until uh, almost 12, 1230. So we've been rescheduling some of the times and stuff. But really, it's such, such a blessing to link arms with like-minded people who all have similar goals to want to use their voice, use their stories to make an impact and really change the world. One drip at a time.
0: One drip at a time. And what the perfect segue that is, be the drip that rips, not the drop that plops. Some of you who who are watching may know what myself and Janet mean by that. Some of you may not, and I won't blame you for not knowing, because it sounds quite unusual when you first hear it. Uh, Janet, I'd love for you to tell me and the audience more about the drip that rips, please.
1: I am. I'm honored to do so. So be the drip that rips, not the drop that plops, focuses on the powerful energy behind what a single drip can do. And when you use that drip towards kindness and compassion towards others, it can change the trajectory of their moment, of their day, of their week, of their year. And here's the beautiful part of it. When you have a drip or in more so, in this day and age right now, especially with all of the craziness that's happening in the world, a lot of people just wanna fix the whole world. But guess what? through the power of a drip you focus on what you can control right now at this moment with your thought with your action with your words and how you move forward with that thought with that action with that word with those words towards another person can create a positive energy drip and what happens when a drip hits water right before we closed our eyes and we pictured this beautiful leaf and this, this, this crystal of a drip that's just glistening in the, in the sunlight in the morning. And then all of a sudden it just drips right off the leaf and falls into a puddle or perhaps a, a, a lake. And what happens upon impact is that it creates a ripple effect, rings that move outward and outward and outward with the energy that was formed upon impact. So that's how Impact Academies was created. So if it's okay with you, I'll share a little bit of that story. Is that all right?
0: I would love to. I know I've already heard heard some of the story, but I never get tired of hearing it. So please, please. uh, It's
1: so fabulous. So, you know, I've had this amazing opportunity to work with so many kids throughout my life and for the past 14 years like Jake just said I've been operating children's summer camps and we've had kids that have come thousands and you know that have come through the summer program and we get to see them for eight weeks ten weeks but in that time in that time there is magic that happens in the relationships that are built in the skills that are learned and in just the overall community and environment that's formed so one thing that we take a lot of pride in is the crazy crazy events that we plan each and every day different themes whatever it is so in 2014 something really magical happened because we had a week that was dedicated to pasta okay so during that week we had campers that were built that were playing noodle tag and they were building these pasta sculptures from the floor all the way up to the ceiling and they participated in a pasta eating contest with sauce no hands And on that Friday, they were to go and swim for the big finale in 400 pounds of spaghetti, right? (laughs) Who would ever think? And I know there's so many parents out there that are watching this right now, just thinking I've absolutely lost my mind. And yes, I'm bonkers, but that's what (laughs) life's about is creating these amazing experiences for kids. But it's more than swimming in 400 pounds of spaghetti. What happened that week changed everything because on that Monday, we lost a legend and a gift from this world by the name of Robin Williams. And I don't know if everyone here is familiar with who he is, famous comedian and actor who's just dedicated so much of his life to comedy and his artistry in sharing stories Well, one thing, one movie that struck hold with me, especially as we were swimming in spaghetti that week and after hearing the news of his passing, his tragic passing, a man who had so much joy and so much love and so much laughter in his uh, inside, but yet he was struggling so deeply, so much so to create, to commit suicide. Devastating. So we decided on that Friday that we were going to dedicate our spaghetti swim, which, by the way, these campers were bonkers. I mean, bonkers to want to do. Um, we decided to to, to dedicate the swim to Robin Williams for his role in one of the movies that he played a doctor. And the movie was called Patch Adams. And he believed in treating the patient, not just the disease, because everyone is more than the cancer that they have, more than the diabetes that they have, more than the than the multiple sclerosis or the Parkinson's that they have, which has affected so many lives that I know personally. So he treated the patient and there was this 84 year old woman in this movie who all she wanted to do was swim in a giant pool of spaghetti. So what happens? Patch Adams makes it happen. And there's this beautiful scene where the doctors are rolling her down this grassy hill in her wheelchair. And there's Patch Adams, aka Robin Williams, standing in this giant pool of spaghetti up to his knees with his arms outstretched and her face is beaming as she steps into this squishy pool of spaghetti. And it's just this amazing scene. So what happens is, is that we dedicate that, and on that that Friday, we all are donning and wearing. Oh, I should have. I should have. Well, I'll put it this on red noses. Hey, <laughs> red awesome. noses for uh, his role in Patch Adams, because he believed in laughter as treat. You know, to treat people, to treat people's illnesses, to raise up their immune systems through laughter and great vibes. Right. So, the kids went crazy. It was an absolute amazing, amazing event. And there was this energy and what happened was afterward we were cleaning up and you can imagine the disastrous mess of 400 pounds of spaghetti that were in pools and slip and slides and kids were dumping them on their heads and they, they were squealing and just it was just there was something amazing that happened but it gets even beyond the spaghetti because here's what really happened as we're sitting there in our gymnasium Sixty thousand square foot gym just so blessed to have this to work with we are sitting there and our sneakers are just oozing and filled with squished pasta that we've cleaned up and i'm just sitting there and 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 i i couldn't even speak which is shocking for me i couldn't even speak because i was so overwhelmed at that moment at what had just happened the energy that was felt throughout this entire event was so off the charts that it was unexplainable but something happened and shifted i looked and i spoke to my assistant director of of over 10 years and i said we have something quite magical here in the environment and the energy that was just created this weekend on this day during this particular event we have created momentum we have created a ripple effect that we need to tune in turn on and tap into because we're here to do something much bigger than just provide an amazing summer experience for kids we are here to make an impact and that's how impact academy was formed because we said we have a platform to do great things for great people and utilize this energy for a purpose because as you know we're all here on purpose for a purpose with a purpose right Otherwise, why, why would we exist? So at that point, we committed to using our platform to do great things for great people. And shortly thereafter, linked arms with the Make-A-Wish Foundation because we make, wish, we make dreams come true for kids with these amazing experiences and they make wishes happen. So it was a beautiful, beautiful marriage. But what we found after that was even bigger. Do I have time?
0: you've got as much time as you need.
1: Fantastic because I got to tell everybody this this is so exciting. Well, it's exciting. For, I'm like starting to sweat. I'm getting so excited. So, so here's <laughs> what happened. <laughs> so, here's what happened. It, it gets so much bigger than that because now all of a sudden we're 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 sharing what we're doing and we created these amazing events for making wishes come true and and our campers got to actually meet these MVPs we call them of these these young kids who had these dreams and wishes in their heart. And there was a shift, a massive shift that happened. And what we found is that kids and young adults thrive when they are given opportunities to serve others. They would come running in on a Monday morning with a bag full of change because they had a lemonade stand that weekend. And they couldn't wait to make a donation towards this wish child that they haven't even yet met. But what happened from there was even bigger than that because story upon story was coming to my direction. Stories of people that were jumping in to make an impact on the world by doing great things for great people. And it started with a 12 year old girl. It started with a 12 year old girl who had heard that there was a teacher in her school with a special ability child, and all he wanted to do was to learn how to ride a bicycle. But because of his special abilities, we don't call them special needs, because of his special abilities, The tricycle was an adaptive tricycle that was needed that was very, very expensive. So upon hearing this, this 12-year-old girl and a couple of her friends went and raised money for her teacher to present her teacher with the funds so that she could go and purchase that tricycle, that adaptive tricycle, for her son so he could learn to ride a bike. Drip. Ripple. That girl was one of my campers so you can i just got chills and that was years ago i and that girl impacts me to this day because of everything that she continues to do to do great things for great people and it's in her heart to go and serve and do that from there there were stories after stories after stories that came in my direction stories of a woman in that, that started a foundation bringing teenagers to Guatemala and she would get donations of, of, of 2,000 backpacks that were filled with supplies and food that she would bring with her to Guatemala and disperse them to the families. Drip, ripple. A gentleman who transformed his entire business to serve the special ability population with autistic and other special ability people it's a DJ business to teach them how to be become DJs and and work on camera. Nonverbal teenagers and young adults that, when put in front of a microphone and hit record, all of a sudden would start to speak. Wow. Drip. Wow. Can you imagine that parent that finally gets to hear their child talk? So this was this started happening, and I I said to myself. I have a platform, once again, to be a drip that rips and not a drop that plops and spread kindness and compassion and knowledge of people doing the same throughout the world. Because right now, in what's happening in TV and social media, with all the negative news needs to be shifted. And we need to now focus on that which is good that's happening throughout the world. So Impact Academy was birthed to provide a showcase and a platform for people to share those stories kids, adults and businesses that are jumping in to make an impact in this world by doing great things for great people. So I go into the schools and I talk about the power of the drip because children are learning the importance of the impact i n because it's jumping in for a purpose with action i n p a c t. Get it? So when you share with with kids the power of the drip. What happened at camp? I know I was I shared this with you and I know that you sing this song with me all the time. But what happened at camp is kids started chanting, right? When we started sharing the stories of being a drip that rips and not a drop that plops, and they would go, be the drip that rips, not the drop that plops, be the drip that rips, not the drop. Right. I mean, it's just crazy. So well, exactly. <laughs> I mean, it makes me so excited to this day. It makes
0: me excited. It makes me so excited it's as well.
1: It's so simple. So all of a sudden, oh. I'm walking through the campus, through the lunch tents, and this is what I hear. You know, Johnny, you're being a total drop that plops and you're not being very nice. You need to be a drip that rips. And I was like, oh ah, ah. I was like, yes! <laughs> so it's how do we do that and more and more people when they realize the power of their intention and action and words to be a drip that rips we want with those intentions the amount of energy that that creates a ripple is the power of how we're going to create a tsunami of positive energy throughout the world because we don't have to worry about fixing the entire world. All we have to worry about is what we can do right now at this time with this moment. And to teach this to kids is so incredibly powerful because they often don't realize the impact that they make. They often don't realize when you send a text out, that's not the nicest thing to say, what that does to the person on the other end. Unfortunately now, because of this, They don't get to see the response of what happens, So we have to educate our kids and everybody in the world that your actions matter. The words you use matter. So why not create a ripple effect where you are making a positive impact? Again, because the ripple effect creates energy, positive energy that moves outward, those ripples will those ripples will then connect. And as they connect, that is how we will create worldwide and global impact on the power of the positive drip that rips because a drop that plops in sludge cannot ripple. It just can't happen. So it just puts somebody in a massive mindset right at that moment to say, you know what? Mm. is this going to be a drip that rips or a drop that plops and i'm telling you that i have people in the philippines in australia in london all over everywhere that is it's they're getting on this drip that rips movement and i've been asked i've been so blessed to be asked to speak about its importance on many many platforms but it it's about creating worldwide impact and providing these life skills for our youth sector and it's something that's truly truly important which is one of the reasons why i dove in really quickly uh in a short period of time because of a calling on my heart to put together a youth summit at the end of this month uh which with a bunch of youth speakers that are going to provide tools for their toolbox for the teens and young adults and their families where they can grab something out and shift their mindset. And speaking of mindset, excuse me, even on money management. Again, these are life skills that are not being taught in the traditional school setting. And especially now with the pandemic and the school systems, you know, really doing a remarkable job, but so challenged with online learning at the moment throughout, you know, throughout this, throughout the schools. This is just a great opportunity to let teens know that we we see them, they matter, we have your back. And here's some tools to help you grow and develop so that when you're making a decision, that decision, perhaps it will be one that promotes and ejects kindness and compassion and goodwill towards other people. So a lot of things happening, which is really just, really just- Sure is,
0: sure is. And, and you touched on so many things there. Uh, one thing, one thing I'd like to touch on, which is something you said later in the conversation, there, which is the adjustment that the schools have had to make to going online with the pandemic. And I don't mean I don't have kids myself. You do. Are your kids still of school age, or have they are they done with school?
1: No, my son is actually a, a senior uh, in college, so he's graduating right. this year from stone uh, from school, and my daughter right. is a freshman in college. So we are out of that, right. you know, the, the of that, yeah. Younger yeah. age for teaching. So. Yeah. My heart, goes out. My heart goes out to the parents and the teachers who are working sure. really, really hard to, uh, to make the best experience and the best learning experience for their kids. But it's a challenge. It really is a, yeah. it's a challenge.
0: It's a real challenge. And, of course, a lot of businesses have had to pivot in this time to going online, but schools have as well. And I think they've done it very well. It came at a time when the technology was kind of, it was just about there. People were using Zoom anyway, and they've just transformed that and other platforms to be able to be, used in uh, the one-to-many teaching environment. Now as you know I'm a, I'm a plumber and, and that involves me going to multiple people's houses on each day and I've seen so many times the kids with the iPad and the computer and and and, and then doing art classes and music classes particularly one that sticks in my mind there was um, a house I went to and a girl was playing the violin so the teacher would go look this is how this is what I want you to play and then she'd play it back and it was it was amazing to see how it could actually work and actually play out. So it's a time of challenges and, and adaption and, and pivoting for, for many, not just businesses, of course, mm. but for schools and universities as well. I've got friends who are doing university you know, courses and they're still managing to get it done. It just shows that you know, with perseverance and persistence, you will manage to get it done. You just have to adapt in your method and your approach. Uh, the Impact Academy. I mean, it's something that I look forward to being involved in myself at a later date. I always like to do chari- charitable work and help others, and I'm sure I could work with you on that to to bring it over here and do some stuff over here. So, when what year was that that you started the Impact Academy?
1: That's that's relatively recent because of all of the changes that are happening. So it was oh. it, it kind of it started launching uh, about a year and a half ago, almost two years ago. And it started when we launched uh, five years ago our leadership academy within our summer program. So what we found is that those young adults, teenagers, that went through the academy, were far above. In certain skills than other people. And we're talking about interviewing skills and things to get them ready for their more adult life. So, communication skills, leadership skills, problem solving skills. We did vision boards with them. We had them do presentations so that they learn how to speak in front of people. Voila! <laughs> and share their story. So now, uh, it, we're building that into an online academy. So the piece of the the academy that's really just taken it by taken by storm is really helping people showcase their stories through these interviews, these inter, these impact interviews, which is a piece of the academy, um, and that's really helping a lot of people come out of their shell. A lot of people are so fearful to speak. We don't really have that problem. <laughs> than talking it's it's really how to how to communicate a message and how to show up and how to change the trajectory of a room before you even open your mouth by the way you present yourself so impact academy is going to have 10 different platforms to it one will be on money on money management and financial mindset and skills for for teens it will be on communication it'll be on positive mindset it'll be on nutrition and exercise and wellness and so it's got a lot of different pieces to it where Beautifully, I'm finding some incredible people that are fitting into assisting and helping all of us grow in building this worldwide, you know, impact academy. Because the intention behind it is that anything that's learned will be for the good and betterment of someone else. Because again, we're here to serve. To be here on purpose for a purpose and with a purpose.
0: purpose absolutely right yeah just a shout out on the side we've got our friend eric and aaron watching and they're both saying hello so hello gentlemen drop drop you drop your name in the comments we'd love to love to shout you out now janet tell me about the youth summit this is something I've been hearing about and seeing about. When is it? What is it?
1: Okay. Where is it? <laughs> the Youth Summit. So, you know, this This podcast is Hunger for the Hustle, right? Sure is. And I love it so much because you have found people that just never know when to say no and stop because we just have to keep going. It's in our... It's in our DNA that if we have 15 minutes to spare, we're going to fill it and utilize it to do something to make an impact. So I had a calling on my heart about running this youth 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 summit and you know summits right now and challenges right now online have really become amazing tools and opportunities to help show people what they don't know, what they don't know, what they don't know and educate them and introduce them to possibility and introduce them to like-minded people or platforms or uncovering your internal POW, your personal outstanding ways. So the summit was landed on my heart so that I could create opportunities for teens and their families to to connect with speakers on various topics. And I have to tell you that I was so overwhelmingly blessed with the responses that I got that I will be doing a, a summit number two and then i think it's going to be continuing and the next summit will be actually on world kindness day in november go figure be the drip but this summit is going to take place next week on october 15th and 16th when i say that this came together in a very short period of time i'm not joking and it is a big undertaking because of meeting with the speakers making sure finding out what their messages are how to formulate it and build the summit so that there's a nice variety and and diversity of topics and tools the intention of this particular one is to really i asked each speaker to provide like five tools tools that they a, a teenager and or any kid could put and parent in their tool belt so they have Something that they could run with right away. A skill or a mindset trick or anything and everything. So we've put it together. It'll be on October 15th and 16th from 5 to 8 p.m. both nights, Eastern Standard Time. So everyone's going to have to calculate their own time change because I... I have enough trouble with Australia and New York and uh, I'm just super excited and super blessed. And, and like I said, the outpour of interest was just so phenomenal that it, it, it tells me something. It tells me that there's a need for it. There's a hunger for people to get information, to know that we have their back and that they're part of something bigger than who they are. And that, this generation that the younger generation is going to be the ripple effect of change that we're to see in the world so what better way than to start providing them with some tools that they can use to grow with so that they're breaking out of the the feeling that they have to do what everybody tells them to do and and go and and live in a box you know kick kick the damn box get out of the box and and don't be afraid to Find what lights you up on the inside. You, every single person has been sown a gift in their heart upon birth. It's our duty as teachers and communities and people that speak and link arms with the youth sector to help them uncover and unravel and ignite what those gifts are because what better way to share than to share those gifts with the world? If you keep them to yourself, they'll go to the grave. Unheard, unsung, unwritten, unseen, and what a shame that would be to the rest of us.
0: A terrible shame. A terrible shame. It's, you know, and I'm going to, I'm going to steal, steal a quote, borrow a quote, I should say. I'm not a thief. <laughs> From our friend Maurice Baker, mm. um, MSB Motivate. You got to check him out if you guys don't know who he is. And he says that children are 40% of our population, but they're 100% of our future. So it is, in fact, if you if you really look in to help anyone, it should be the children because they are our future. You know, talking about one day when we're gone, which everyone must go. Everyone has their time. That if you're working with children, then your legacy lives on. Even if you don't have children of your own, if you're spending time to, you know, train, uh, develop, empower, teach children in any way. They are our future. And. That's why that's actually a big part of the reason why I brought you on, Janet, because I absolutely love the work that you do. And I know that obviously you're you're you have a background and you you are qualified in elementary education, right? You have more than one degree Mm -hmm. in that. But you've you've obviously you've transformed from just having that and, and doing that role to to doing this and having a global impact, which you already are. And it's rapidly growing and i just i just can't wait to see to see it do more and help help our our future more which it is our future you know 40% of our population but 100% of our future it's absolutely correct now i would like to know though look some of the kind of challenges you faced along the path of this i always like to delve into people's challenges and, and failures which we'll get onto in a minute because i tend to find that The audience myself and maybe you can agree with me that when you're going through times of struggle and adversity you have to dig deep inside yourself and that's Mm -hmm. when you learn valuable lessons
1: it's so true growth happens sometimes at your lowest point now do we have to always get to our lowest point in order to grow the answer to that I believe is no however Mm -hmm. it gives us a sound check it gives us a gut check and a heart check so yes, has challenges happen? Has as has you know um, obstacles happen? Of course, in any business, in anything that you do, if you have a fire in your belly and a passion for something, you're going to get the naysayers. You're going to get those people that who think that their opinion of you is what you should become. And guess what? That's their opinion. So you need to rise above it. Uh, I, I, the quote is something like, "Don't let somebody's opinion become who you are." Because that's just them. They're they don't know what's going on in your head and in your heart. So I I ran into those walls on a new num- on numerous occasions. One, um, you know, in just deciding to make a shift to to a new location was you know it was there was a lot of adversity to that, and and it was sometimes you just have to jump and. The only way your parachute will open is if you take the jump but it's hard it is so hard and it's gut-wrenching and it's stressful and and but it's it's just part of the package because if you truly truly want something you're willing to go through the sludge and you're willing to take the chance if you know in your heart listen to your you listen to your soul and listen to your intuition that this is what feels right and when something feels right it helps you to stay in your lane And what's going to happen is that you're going to start attracting those people that will help, will help you along the way. There's going to be people that are going to try to knock you off your, you know, your direction. They're going to, they're going to try to, you know, sabotage you in some way. And you know what I say to those people? I'm so sorry for you because this is my dream, not your dream. And Sometimes you just have to make mistakes and figure it all out because guess what? Marie Forleo says that everything is figureoutable and that yeah. I know for sure. I thought you were grabbing a book. And, you know, so, yes, there has been many challenges. All of a sudden you'll want to do something and bam, you're told that you can't. Or something will come up and a bus doesn't show up. Or, you know, all of a sudden you, you know, it just, it's life. It's just called life. And we could try to figure things out as much as we can along the way. But you've got to be resilient. You've got to have bounce back ability. And you've just got to continue to stay the course and be you, be you, do you for you, because guess what don't try to be somebody else because they're already taken. however, find mentors and find those people that have things that you aspire to want to be a part of you without being who they are but use those things the you know the skills and certain things that you learn from other people to grow and always look ahead look higher to where you want to be to stay above the well Stay above the line for sure, but that's a whole vibration thing, which is a whole other conversation to have as far as you know, above the line, below the line, you know, all of I have all of that to talk about too. But you know, the challenges have have been fierce, and the biggest challenge that I had this summer from COVID. So this was the first year 15 years that I was not able to open up my doors, and Mm. that hurt. That hurt. It hurt my business. It hurt the people in my community that look forward to being a part of something amazing every summer. So we stayed connected as best as we could. We kind of kicked back a little bit to start working on some other things. But our parents were so wonderful and understanding because we didn't know what was going to happen with the with this pandemic and the illnesses. But for me, I operate out of a college campus, and they were instructed to keep their doors closed due to the pandemic. So guess what? You have to pivot, you have to, you know, dive into things, right? And and one thing too, that I wanted to share is the power of of a positive mindset and the importance of of identifying how to shift from a crappy state to a happy state, because this could have just knocked us completely, you know, down below, right? And For a dirt nap, as Les would say. But I chose to truly use this time to further develop myself, further work on projects that I took the dust off the shelf and said, you know what, now's the time because we were afforded time. And here's something that's really important that I wanted to share is that a lot of people during this pandemic focused on that which was taken away. And I'm not making light of this at all, because I know there are people that have lost lives. There are people that have lost businesses. There are people that right now don't even know where their meal is going to come from tomorrow. However, the power of gratitude is where that drip is going to create the biggest ripple. So what I have people do that I work with is I have them write a letter and title it COVID-19 and list 19 things that they got out of this pandemic and the time that they had. 19 things that they're even grateful for. Because if you are unable to start your day with a grateful mindset, the rest of your day, I'm not going to lie, it could really just start going downhill. So a lot of people say, Janet, how in the world do you stay so freaking Mary Poppins like? It's not a spoonful <laughs> of sugar. <laughs> I'm going to tell you. It is gratitude. It is gratitude, yes. gratitude and gratitude and thankfulness. And yes. I in my prayers and my meditation, I do not get out of my bed until I at least say five things that I'm grateful for upon waking. Mm-hmm. And I write it in a in a journal. I have a, a gratitude journal. It's a practice mm-hmm. that I have my kids do and 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 that they see because There is always, always, always something to be grateful for. And when you have that gratitude in your heart, you're able to pay it forward to someone else who might be walking through the sludge at this moment. So...
0: I absolutely agree. The attitude of gratitude—it's—it's it's infectious as well, right? It's—I've—I've I've often heard it described as as a drug, actually. Gratitude, and, and it's one of the most addictive and infectious, but it's a good one, right? It's uh, obviously some people put bad connotations to the word drug, but and it's—it's it's uncanny how many of these people that I've we've got in, in, involved with Power Voice group training and many other kind of different ways of thinking to results training I'm doing with John Tallarico and a few other people involved with that it's mm. a lot of those people already did the gratitude list they've been doing them for years you know I've, I've been doing mine for years and you know some days aren't good that's that's life that's the reality you, it's it's positivity it's not- is important positivity mm-hmm. is important right but so is realism you can't just pretend every day of your life's going to be fantastic and wonderful and all the bills are going to be paid and no one's going to uh for one for a better word piss you off um so they're going to be a challenge right and on those days i always start with the gratitude list but someday, sometimes on those days i like to go back through the journal and look at a, just mm-hmm. through wherever my thumb stops read that day and it takes you it's also a good journaling practice as well uh, because it it takes you back in your mind it's like a, dry, a diary it takes you back in your mind to that day and a particular thing that you happened that was timely that you were grateful for it just and you really, you really, you really worded that well. It sets you up in an optimum state for the day, doesn't it? Just writing or thinking about the things that you are grateful for before the get the day gets started on you. You know, not not before you get started on the day, before the day gets started on you, before you turn your phone on, before you've um, interacted really with with the rest of the world. It's just a blessed way is to start your day, and I'm sure you would join me in in advising anyone that doesn't already do it to buy a specific book to do, buy a nice pen, so it feels nice when you're doing it. And yeah, get a, get a list down of just a few things that you're grateful for every day.
1: Yeah, it really just changes the whole mood. You know, when you really start thinking about, you know, those days when you're in the suck and it's going to happen and, and you know, you're going to have, I call it the pity party for however period of time, just don't stay there too long. But listen, it's called life. We know that there's going to be these things that happen. They're going to happen to us. We're human. They're going to happen to us. It just is a matter of choices to what we're going to do with that, and and I think it's really important. And you know, there's so much of what we do as speakers that has been heard before, right? Oftentimes, we're there isn't necessarily anything that we're saying new, but there might be a way, or it might be heard by the way we say it to someone. Who might need to hear it at that time, at that moment? And if we can make an impact with a hello or a smile to one person, that that's what makes that's what makes it all worth it. And and okay. I think as more people fill their bucket with with those feel goods, I call it. Uh, it it really just creates it. You know, and Maya Angelo, I just adore her and her relationship with Oprah, who's a who's another mentor of mine, whether she knows it or not. Her and her and I are just gonna have to sit under those trees one day and have a chat. Me and Oprah. But um anyway, I'm gonna if I don't put it out there, you'll never know, right? So, you know, Maya Angelo and her were talking in the kitchen. This is before Maya Angelo passed and Oprah was talking about her greatest legacy and the fact that the school that she had built in Africa was going to be her greatest legacy. And Maya Angelou stops her in her sentence as only Maya can do because you know we're talking about Oprah here. And she says, oh dear, dear, dear. You have no idea what your legacy will be. Your legacy is in the lives that you touch and the things you do each and every day because people will forget what you say, people will forget what you do, but people will never, ever forget the way that you made them feel. So be the drip that rips. Make a choice to spread positive, impactful energy throughout the world, ripple by ripple, ring by ring. And that is how our world will create a tsunami of positive energy and will have worldwide impact of kindness and compassion, which is why we're all here to play nice people. Come on, kids, let's start playing nice.
0: <laughs> yes, play nice. Play nice. You're such a charismatic woman woman, Jenny. I really enjoy spending time with you and just just I could listen to you all day. Please tell me yeah, what my
1: husband what, that <laughs> <laughs> Do i have to turn it off i like no I don't leave. I really don't Can't i'm Poppins, I am so excited
0: tell <laughs> me what are your what are your goals and aspirations for the for the future of, of your projects you know i know you, i'd ask for maybe three of them from one from each project would be nice
1: from each project i my my my, my legacy according to yeah, it, my it? is to make sure that I, too, am making my daily dose of impact each and every day, choice by choice, decision by decision. So, yes, I would like to be continue to link arms and raise the awareness on the power, the power that kindness and compassion has in this world. And that is going to be something that is just it's, you know, when things start to happen and opportunities start opening up doors to you because of something like that, you know that you're doing your your purpose is, is in is 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 for the right thing. And you know that you're on you're in your lane. So I'm going to ride this lane for as long as I can, because let me tell you, it warms my heart to know that the drip that rips is something that resonates with people. So I'm going to continue to grow in the awareness and speaking worldwide to share the stories of people that are jumping in to make a positive impact in this world because the world needs to hear those stories and people need to share them. So I'm going to continue to pull them out of them. I hear a story, I'm going to pull it out of you and we're going to share it because the world needs to know about it. So I'm going to continue to to grow in that capacity, to grow in the awareness of what the goodness is and what people are doing in this world to make a big impact. I will be growing the academy so that we can continue to to add value of life skills training for kids and teens, young adults. And guess what? I'm going to be 53 next week. And I have to tell you that I'm a lifelong learner and I'll never stop learning. So I, I hope it to be a platform to right i i high five i hope it to be a platform to that that you know that even adults will tune in and tap into and just continue to you know work you know my heart is continue you know i'm i'm always double checking on myself you know as far as my path and and praying about it and and am, am i on the am i on the in the right lane And I always get pulled back to making an impact in children's lives. So the more I can become a global connector to help people learn the value that of the power of a smile and hello, guess it's a universal language. So children are children. And wherever they live, wherever they're culture is, whatever there. I mean, how exciting to learn about all of the different cultures that are around the world and how our children live and, and just how to unify the impact that we can make with, with what we have and learn from others to do the same is, is really my quest and my, in my mission and to use whatever platform I'm, ha- I'm on, whether it's camp programs, whether it's working in a corporation, whether it's speaking with big businesses on, on helping to, you know, even work for the cause that you're doing, which I loved hearing about with the rainwater and the and the yeah,
0: rainwater. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean, all of that. It's just such great stuff. So that's why I have to have you on Impact Academy to, to so that we can share your incredible story about how you're how you're doing all of that, which is just would, absolutely exquisite.
0: It would truly be my honor. I'd love to, love to speak about it. There's lots happening with that as well. Yeah. Uh, Janet, if you could give three three hot tips to someone that wants to start their own business, is thinking about making the leap to doing their own thing, what would they be?
1: Three tips to starting their business: soul search and find out what it is that lights you up, and work towards that. Find those things that that are part of that business is to and and identify the why as far as why you're going to be doing it because it is not going to be easy. There is nothing easy about starting a business. However, there is something truly magical that can happen with that business when you're in the right path. Part two or number two is link arms and identify those people that will cross your T's and dot your I's. I know for myself, I'm kind of a control person, but you have to learn to relinquish and ask for help do not mm-hmm. think that asking for help is a weakness. Asking for help, and this is something I had to learn later in life, asking for help is really a sign of strength because each person has their own talent. So don't think that you're starting your own business. You're all alone in the journey. So find people that can mentor you, um, assist you, build your tribe. You know, Your vibe attracts your tribe. So get people en- engrossed in the mission of what you're doing and the why behind it. And they'll get they'll have your back and they'll want to support you. So and partly and part three, be grateful for every step along the way, the hard stuff, the good stuff, the challenging stuff. And know that you're doing something with the greatness that's been put inside of you. So don't give up, and just be grateful that you even have the opportunity that you get. You get to start a business. I mean, isn't that the um, isn't that the dream of so many people? Is that they want to? They don't want to work for somebody else. They want to have the freedom to swim in four hundred pounds of spaghetti if that's what <laughs> they want to do without yeah, like right. get their own. permission. We'll <laughs> Yes. <laughs> right. Well, I mean. Of, so of that. so mm. just know that, but definitely tune in and tap into you know tap into your resources and listen to your gut to know if they're the right resources for you, and so that you're surrounding yourself with people that are going to help you know continue to move you forward in your direction. Because if you're working towards the service of others with your mission in your business and you're supporting other people to help them identify theirs, for example. You may start off as a as a as a solopreneur, right? And that's awesome. And there is great resources that you can tap into, especially with the power of this internet, right? There's so much that we didn't have back in our day that that are, are is now at your fingertips. You need to learn how to fill out a tax form. You just Google it. You know, our Google is our best friend when it comes to starting a business and just you know finding out ways to do things. But Build those people up that are that are taking the journey with you because it's all about the relationships that you're going to create by what you're doing and let it be known what you're doing. And do not get your thin, get your skin real thick. Do not let people try to convince you away from. They can guide you and you can listen to it and take it to heart, but listen to those people that will that you know will truly have your back and really link arms and Build relationships. That's what it's all about because those relationships will open doors. A shiny postcard is not going to open a door. But a relationship or something that you've done for someone or getting involved and networking. If you want to start a business, you have got to learn to speak. We're here to help you do that. So you have to learn to get out there and, and share what you're doing because people will not only buy, people will buy you and then your product. So make sure that you are putting your best face and foot and mission forward first. Then they'll trust and buy and follow what you have a mission to do.
0: Great advice, great advice. And I can particularly relate. You know, I'd I'd put my hands up and say I'm a control person too. And that can work for you and against you when you start. That's why we link. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, right. Right. Because when you start a business, of course, it is your baby, and you have to wear all the caps. You have to be yeah. doing the finance. You have to be doing the fulfillment. You have to be doing the social media, etc., cetera, etc., cetera, yada yada yada. You got to. Are you doing it all? Because in the in the start, you know, unless you're blessed to have some kind of funding, you you funds funds are tight, so you got to do it all. Then when you get to the point when you're trying to, you, you're not trying. Sorry, you are making a bit of money. It's time for you to start taking them steps away from being an operator more towards an owner so that you can focus on other parts of the business, growth, future, you know, expansion. But it's very hard. I found it quite hard to give little bits of my business away because it's your baby, right? It's your baby. And you don't want to give little bits of it away because then you have to put the trust in people that they're going to have as much passion and enthusiasm as you do. And it's hard to expect that of people when it's not really their business, but you have to do it to grow you have to give the little pieces away and it's not easy but if you want to expand and grow and and get bigger and look not everyone wants to do that some people are perfectly happy with being with a business that's fine but if you do want to grow you've got to bring a team on board and uh you've got to let go of that little that controlling bit of you haven't you you've got to let relinquish
1: yeah you have to let it go let it go you know, sometimes it does, especially when those feelings just kind of like really just like hit you upside the head but mm. listen the other thing too is that even for those people in in corporate america or in jobs and working you can still take ownership in those things that you do with what you're doing because right now you may be working with a dream of starting your own business So maximize every opportunity that you have while you are working and you're making connections with people to build a strong foundation for yourself so that you can then go out and fly because it's going to take big wings sometimes to really to really make that happen. So it's uh, yeah, it's scary. And, you know, some that's the the other part, too, is that you don't realize how much goes into a business when you're doing all of those pieces by yourself, You know, by yourself as yes. you're starting, but right. it's exciting too. And, and, um, I just, you know, in this day and age, entrepreneurship and adi- obtaining additional streams of income is so critical and so important. So there's really great opportunities out there to take a look at. Um, and, and just, you know, just, you know, jump, you've got to jump. Gotta jump.
0: You got to jump. Fun. I mean, there's another song in there, isn't there, somewhere? There um, is. I Janet, do
1: I've,
0: things, you know. I've got some Rapid fire questions for you here. These are just, oh. uh, yeah, these are off script. So not that there was a script, but there were some questions. Of course, I sent to all my guests before, but Janet has not seen these, so we're going to fly through some of these, and these can be pretty fun. Janet, uh, do you believe in ghosts?
1: Do I believe in ghosts? Mm, no.
0: No. What is your favorite food, Janet McKay?
1: Mint chocolate chip ice cream.
0: Oh, no way! That's my favorite ice cream. It's the best. Oh, I love it
1: with peanut butter sauce and whipped cream. Oh.
0: Christ, your teeth full you had to be sugar, but it sounds good. Um, what's your favorite animal?
1: i in health and wellness. I still like my treats.
0: <laughs> Balance, right? What's your um, what's your favorite animal?
1: A koala bear.
0: Oh, that's cool. Have you ever? <laughs> I was going to say, yeah, that's not one of the questions. We'll, we'll, mm. we'll talk about it afterwards. Um, <laughs> what's your fear, Janet McCann?
1: Being trapped.
0: Mm. Good. What's your favorite place to go on vacation?
1: Hmm. Somewhere tropical. No, you know what. <clears throat> My favorite. You see, I find my favorite in everything I do. You know, I'm going to say I loved Switzerland, and I'm going to tell you why. Because there were the the snow-capped mountains up ahead and the Valley of Warmth down below. Oh, Never been there. Yeah.
0: Never been there. Great answers. And the last one, describe yourself in three words.
1: Love, excite, unite.
0: Oh, very good. Very, I couldn't agree more. Great. Yeah. If I had to describe you in three words, they'd probably be very similar. <laughs> Janet, it's been an absolute pleasure to have you on. And I just look forward to seeing everything that you do grow and you helping more and more children around the world to figure out what they want to do and what they want to be and help themselves and teach them to help others as well. So thank you for coming on. Thank you for your time and energy today. I truly appreciate it.
1: Thank you. Thank you so much. This has been a blast. And uh, I'm so proud of everything that you're doing. You're absolutely a superstar. It's been a pleasure.
0: Thank you very much for your kind words. Eric has been absolutely blowing up the chat on the side. (laughs) Uh, So thanks for that, Eric. He's been been letting them comments come in thick and fast. So thanks for that. And thanks to everyone else, Aaron, that was watching as well, and anyone else that's watching. I hope you've enjoyed the show. I'll be back tomorrow with Ian Harvey, a fellow Englishman. Mm -hmm. So you won't want to miss that show. But for now, it's bye from me and it's bye from you, Janet.
1: Been amazing. Absolutely amazing. Love everybody. Be the drip.
0: Be the drip that rips. (laughs)